Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, yes, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Glory to God. God is awesome. God is worthy to be praised. And I will give him the glory. And so, y'all, I just want to give y'all a little recap of my weekend. Um, Most weekends are very busy. I was like, oh, maybe this weekend I'll get a chance to rest. But my son, he um, he had a track meet in the morning saturday morning and then at during that uh evening uh i had to drive about an hour and a half away because he had a band competition that he had to be in and my son is in 10th grade a 10th grader in high school and so like i am really proud of him in that aspect because y'all it could be so much worse like we pray and of course i'm praying that my child will receive the holy ghost and i'm like lord like when is it gonna happen when it's gonna happen but i can't control that all i can do is raise him up in the ways of holiness and you know live a holy life in front of him and yes keep praying but i do still encourage my children on the natural things that they are doing because we are in the world we're not of the world but we're in the world and so when your children is doing good things you should also encourage your children because uh we're going to occupy until we come and if it's not nothing bad nothing that's taking them out of the will of god for their life nothing that's taking them out of church all the time then we need to let our children you know be involved uh in different activities that's not going to stunt their relationship with god so anyway um that's what i was doing this weekend and i'm so proud of him because every time you know y'all and we you know we know the statistics about like um i hate to say i'm not being racist but we know the statistics about black young men especially um young boys that's his age a lot of them are you know like on the street selling dope or uh sleeping around getting drunk because he's 15 years old and i'm it's sad to say that a lot of 15 year olds his age is getting into those things drugs um, drinking and women and just sleeping around having children and so i really thank god for him i'm still praying that he will receive the holy ghost because that's the main important thing for him to go back to heaven but i am proud that he is making some good decisions whereas he's not getting caught up you know like with the wrong crowd in that aspect i thank god and so he's doing good in school and he's being involved in activities that can be helpful to him in the long run so i give god the glory the bible saying everything give thanks and i am giving thanks because i'm a single mom and i'm raising him by myself um i do have a mentors like my parents you know but i thank god that i'm raising by myself without the biological father being you know in their life because of different situation because of the situation that is at hand it's only me that is uh raising him and so i give god the glory i give him the honor that he's keeping me and that he is giving me the knowledge and the wisdom on how to raise my son and for anybody that's listening um the the best the best uh environment you can raise your children in and that's ordained by god i will make this disclaimer is a two-parent home because that is what god have ordained and so i've never encouraged someone to 
be a single parent. No, 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 don't do that. But the way that God have took my life um, and where I had to um, leave the father because um, I had my children, um, a lot of people know I had my children without being married. And so the father did not want to live a saved life. So we couldn't get married and he wasn't in God's plan for my life, for us to get married. So we didn't get married. And so that's why I'm in a situation right now. Uh, and I never been married. So I'm in a situation right now where I'm a single parent and I am waiting on the Lord to, um, bring my kingdom husband to me and then we'll have a two-parent home but until that time i'm going to raise my child in the ways of holiness glory to god but you all that is not what our whole topic on tonight is on but i just want to make that clear because i have some people that this might be their first time hearing my podcast and i don't want you to uh think that it's 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 okay to have a child out of wedlock or a child without being married that is not okay uh by any means uh the, the honorable way, because this is a single Christian podcast, the honorable way is to be married and then have your children, okay? Married, then have your children. So that is the honorable way. That is the way that's pleasing to God where you're not um, committing a sin. So glory to God on today, you all. I'm actually going to talk about maximizing your singleness. On today's Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I'm going to talk about maximizing your singleness because a lot of time I, uh, I'm single and I hear, you know, sometimes singles can get discouraged because they think it's a curse and it's not a curse to be single. It is actually, and, and the Corinthians, Paul was like, he, he rather that all of us just stay single. And it's a reason why he said that. And we're going to get into that, but, um, we need to maximize our singleness instead of saying, Oh no, oh no, I'm still single. Or instead of getting depressed because you see other people getting married, instead of just making excuses, like excuses why you can't enjoy your life, why you're single. No, I need for you all to maximize your singleness because a married person is not better than you, okay? A married person is not better than you. You have to make the best out of whatever season you find yourself in. And if you think about it, you should know that God God, when we came into this earth, all of us were single. It's a reason why we didn't just come in here with a mate. No, 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 no. We are single for a period of time for a reason. That's why you have to maximize the time that you have in your singleness. Glory to God. And so I'm like, when I came to that realization about uh, 10, 11 years ago, I was like, you know what? And it's probably been more than 10 years. My daughter is 14. So it's been way more than 10 years. Um, when I came to the realization, like, hey, you need to be single for a while so you can get yourself together, so you can heal, so you can stay whole, so you can be who I call this is God, so I could be who God has called me to be. And so, hey, I am maximizing my singleness as of now and as of years ago. And so I encourage you to do the same because now, like, I have so much joy. I have so much peace uh, because when I wasn't maximizing my singleness and I had a boyfriend or whatever and, I, you know, 
I wasn't. I wasn't. I really didn't have peace. I had a boyfriend, but no peace. And so I'm like, no, when you maximize your singleness, you're making the best out of your single situation. Is it wrong to have a boyfriend? No, because eventually when um, it's time for me to get married, okay, boyfriend, fiance, marriage, or it might be fiance, marriage, whatever the Lord say. But anyway, what I'm saying is you need to maximize your singles. I'm going to keep saying it. And so on tonight and talking about maximizing our singleness, I want to talk about also what is the gift of singleness, because it is a gift that God has given us. Okay. I'm going to read these scriptures. First Corinthians seven and seven, for I would that all men were even as I myself, but I, for I would that all men, men were even as I myself, but every man has have his proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. So Paul, he remained uh, single and celibate uh, after he was converted. So that's why he's saying like he wished that everybody was like himself, but everybody cannot do that. Because if you read some more, he says it's better to marry than to burn. Because if hey, you know that you have a sexual desire, you know good well. I don't care how safe you say you are, but if you have a sexual desire, then you know you need to get married. Are you marrying just because you have a sexual desire? No. But the Bible said, like, if you cannot maintain that passion, then it's going to now be a distraction to you because instead of serving God, that's what you're going to be thinking about. And then you're going to go about it the wrong way. So don't be in denial saying that you don't want to be married and you had that passion for that you want to have sex. No, you need to be married. So that's that's why he he's saying that he wished that everybody like everybody had a proper gift. Like I, we all that still sing, we have the gift of singleness. Some of us just temporarily. Mine's is temporarily because I know, no, God's will is for me to be married. But uh, some people, their gift of singleness might be for their whole life that they say single. And that is fine. And we're going to get down to it. Don't look down on nobody that has that gift of singleness because that is actually a great thing before the Lord. Whatever God has for us to do, uh, whatever situation that we find ourselves in, do it with all your might. But anyway, the next verse, 1 Corinthians 7.32 says, But I will have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried care for the things that belong to the Lord, that he may please the Lord. That's why singleness is a gift. And on this part, he's talking to the men. Like the men should be caring for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. So when you have these Christian men out here saying that they can't contain their body. Okay, that's a lie because that's not in the will. The Bible specifically said that he cared for the things that belong to the Lord, that how he may please the Lord. That's what he's supposed to be caring about Why he's single too. Because a lot of people want to harp on the women, but the men should be caring about the things of the Lord and how they may please the Lord. This is a kingdom man of God. That's why women, I tell you all the time, do not settle because this is what the man's supposed to be doing. And it's still some kingdom men of God out there that are caring about the things that belong to the Lord, that he may please the Lord. And another thing, he, you know he's going to have to please the Lord by not having sex. I mean, no kind of sex, no kind of sex, whatever you want to put in front, word you want to put in front of sex, whatever sex, no kind of sex until he's married. Okay. Because he wants to please the Lord and he know after he know he have to please the Lord and body and spirit. Now let me slow down because y'all need to hear this on tonight. Glory to God. That's first Corinthians seven thirty two. 
but I will have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried, care for the things that belong to the Lord, that how he may please the Lord. Now to the women, 1 Corinthians 7, 34. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman care for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy, both in body and in spirit, both in body and in spirit. But she that is married care for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. So it's like, okay, yeah, I got to take care. And don't get that twisted. You need to research that because it's not like saying we are of the world. No, it's like different things that you have to do in the world. Like, and, and that includes pleasing your husband. When you're married, it's different more that you have to take part in in the world and be away like from like doing kingdom work because you, and it's still a part of kingdom work, but it's still in the world, like different things that you have to do. Make sure your home is taken care of. Make sure your husband is taken care of and whatever that entails that you have to involve yourself in. That is what that is talking about. That is what the married woman is. That is what the married woman care for. That's why, again, let me point this out. If you out here, if you out here sleeping with a man, shacking, no, well, let me not say shacking because that's an old term, cohabitating with a man, sleeping with a man, doing his laundry, um, doing his laundry, cooking for him every night, doing all of this for him, letting him drive your car all the way around. He ain't even thinking about getting a car. He don't have a car. It's not that his car is broke down maybe and he's trying to get something, but no, he don't want a car because he just want to drive your car. Y'all not even married yet, but you letting this man do all of these things. No, you you already care for things in the world, and that's not, that's not what God told you to do. You don't supposed to be taking care of no man like that. No, no. Some things, yes, we um we gonna show you know that uh that he can trust us, different things, but no, 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 no. When it comes to sleeping when you provide him sex when he wanted, you provided him a hot meal all the time when he wanted, you doing all of these things when he wanted, you acting like his wife before you're his wife. And I always say that we are wife, don't get it confused with that. Don't get confused. You have the character traits of a wife. I'm not saying you, in this situation, you don't supposed to be doing the job of a wife, sleeping with him, taking care of him and all of it, all his needs and wants. He ain't going to want to marry you. That's just ludicrous. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting off subject. I, I, I got to stay on my subject. But anyway, I'm going to read this again. First Corinthians 7, 34. This is what you're supposed to be caring for. The unmarried woman cared for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. So I'm caring about the Lord, the things that please God, making sure that I present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. So I'm not out here, you know, just I'm not out here having sex with men. And then I'm holy in my spirit. I have the Holy Ghost that is within me. So therefore, in order to keep the Holy Ghost within me, I'm watching what I feed my spirit. Certain men, I don't talk to, don't even have a conversation with, okay? Don't give him your phone number. Don't chat with him on no kind of social media because his mind is wrong and he will feed your spirit the wrong stuff. Don't do it because you want to be holy in spirit. What you watching on TV, you got to make sure that it is holy, that it's not going to be damaging to your spirit, okay? What you're listening to, the music, 
the music that you are listening to, you have to make sure that it's not going to be damaging to your spirit. Your friends, your so-called friends, if they talking mess, if they talking stuff, you got to be careful what you are feeding your spirit because if you feeding your spirit this junk, after a while, your body ain't going to be holy now. Your spirit is not holy now. Your body ain't holy either because you're about to start doing some unholy things because of what you're feeding your spirit, man. So you got to be careful what you listening to, who you hanging around with, who you spending time with, what you looking at on TV, because you want to be holy in body and in spirit. This is very, very, very important because we got to focus on, I, we have to care for the things of the Lord. We are caring for the things of the Lord. And in order to do, to do that, we must be holy in body and in spirit. So watch it. Watch yourself. You got to guard your heart. And when you, like, again, you guard your heart, you guard in what you're hearing and seeing and who, what surroundings and environments that you are finding yourself in. Okay. Because you are kingdom woman of God. You're not of this world. So when we talk about maximizing your singleness and it's like really, really grabbing hold of the gift of singleness, these are some things I want y'all to remember. The gift of singleness is a gift that God has given us to first develop an intimate relationship with him. Develop an intimate relationship with him. How do I first get an intimate relationship with God? I must be born again. Because when I was born, I was born in sin. So I got to be born again. How I get born again? I must repent be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now I am a child of God. Now I am born again. Now I have allowed God to complete me. We're going to get to that part because you're not complete when you get married. You're complete in God when you accept salvation. So in this gift, and while I'm single, I have let God complete me through salvation, all right, which was being born again. Next, I'm going to pray. I'm going to talk to God. And I'm not talking about just pray when I want something. No, I have an intimate relationship with God. I'm talking to him every day, most of the day, keeping a prayerful spirit all day, okay? But you have to have a set time where you spend time and actually pray when no one else is around you and pray. Seek the face of God. Let him talk to you. You talk to him. Now, fast. Fasting helps you to get closer because see, it kills your flesh because you're not eating, you're not drinking. So it's like killing your desires. It's a spiritual thing. It's a natural thing that turns into spiritual because you're killing the evil desires that you have. You're killing your mindset. You're taking on the mindset of God. You're allowing you know, yourself to conform to who God wants you to be. You're allowing your, your spirit man to be able to hear from God, okay? Then you got to read and study the word of God. Read and study the word of God. That's how you get to know who God is. That's why I love the word of God because I'm like, I got to know who he is. I want to know what he requires of me. I want to know what it takes for me to please him. So I have to read and study the word of God on a consistent basis, okay? That is some ways how you develop an intimate relationship with God. Now, 
I'm going to read the scripture. Thou shalt love the Lord. Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Matthew 22, 37. When you're developing this intimate relationship with him, you are loving him with everything. This scripture just means to love him with everything within you. And you're going to do these steps. You're going to pray. You're going to fast. You're going to read your word. You're going to spend as much time as you can with him because you love him. And then you're going to obey what you are reading because it's no good to read, obey, I mean, read, study, fast, pray. But when God tells you to do something, you don't do it. That means you don't love God. Because if you love God, the Bible says you will keep his commandments. So I'm going to love God with everything within me because I want to please him. And see, this is what is developing while you are single. It's very important to develop a close relationship with God while you are single so you can know his voice. You need to know his voice, especially if you want to get married. You need to know his voice because if he's telling you not to marry somebody, then you should marry him. I don't care how much your flesh is craving. I don't care how good he looks. It doesn't matter what he say and what he got. If God said no, you don't need to marry him. That's why you need to know the voice of the Lord. Know the voice. Know his word because man come talk about all, all these scriptures and he might twist them. Or he might come to you saying he a man of God. But then when you read the word, you're like, dog, you is not a man of God, man. You a fool. So you got to make sure that you know the word of God. You have an intimate relationship with God. Okay. Number two. Oh, let me read the scripture. And ye are complete in him. That's talking about God, which is the head of all principality and power. Colossians 2 and 10. That is proof that you are complete in Jesus. A man do not complete you. That's why you need a relationship with God. Because man might fail you. God never will. You got to let the Lord complete you. Number two, the gift while we are single we can discover who we are and realize our identity and worth through God. Okay. When, when we receive, when we receive salvation, we are now the children of God. So that way, you know, okay, you know what? I'm a child of God. I can't accept anybody because I'm a child of God. My husband must be a child of God. And even if you don't get married, you know that, Hey, I'm a child of God. So no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And oh, the good thing I like about being a child of God, I have access to everything in the kingdom of God. All the promises of God in his Bible are for me, are for me because I am his child. So that's why I'll be telling y'all, you do not have to worry about material things. You do not have to worry about material things because if you are a child of God, you belong to the kingdom of God. God got you covered on every every aspect of your life so you got to know all right i'm a child of god and then the life that i now live i live for him the bible say i've been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me. So God loves me. And because I have accepted salvation, I don't longer live to myself. 
It's not me who live it. It's the Christ that's living within me. So like when the devil try to bring up stuff, your past or what? No, Christ now lives in me. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. Jesus loves me. Jesus changed my life. I'm not the same. I'm living, I'm living. I have been crucified. That old tequila is gone. I am new. So that is, see, that's when you can speak up to the devil, when he try to bring your faith. Then Psalms 139 and 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Psalms 139 and 14. So when you try to have, because a lot of women try to find their self-esteem in men. Men tell them, mm, you look good, you look sexy. But when you know, glory to God, that you was fearfully and wonderfully made by God, you don't need no man whistling at you. You don't need no man asking you. You don't need no man telling you how sexy you are. You are, because you already know, according to the word of God, that you was fearfully and wonderfully made by God and that you are marvelous. You don't need a man to say that to you because God already said it. So glory to God, you got to know who you are. You got to know, you got to know. Because somebody, a man will come and try to tear your self-esteem down because he left you or because you won't talk to him. But you, I don't care what you're talking about, bro. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And so when you know this, and again, when you know this, you don't have to reveal all your goodies. You don't have to leave your behind out. You don't got to leave your breasts out. You don't have to have your clothes so tight that they can see the whole shape of your butt. You don't have to even do that because you already know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And because you cherish who you are and because you cherish the body and you are so confident in the body that God has given you, you don't have to show it to men. You don't have to show it to women to prove anything. Because you love you. So you don't show your goodies. Because I always hear about the story about diamonds. Diamonds is not just laying around on the floor. You ain't just going to find a diamond. You're going to have to dig for a diamond. So you need to let the man be able, hey, when you have a husband, okay, now, bro, you can see all I got under this, under these clothes, because we are married. But you are, the brother should not be able to have a clear visual of your breasts and your behind. And then you got all your thighs out. You leave nothing to the imagination. Nothing to the imagination. I mean, some men don't even care. They'll still marry you like that. But a real kingdom man of God, he don't want his wife out there on display with her breasts out and her behind out and her thighs out. Because he already know that this woman is not a kingdom woman of God. She's not cherishing her body. She's not living by the principles of the Lord because that Bible say be modest and you're not modest when you're leaving everything out for the world to see. Glory to God. Keep keep it up. Keep your keep your body hid because it's not low it's not low self-esteem when you keep your body hid. You can still dress nice and modest and not look old foggy and still be confident in who God made you to be without revealing all to the world. No, you no, don't show no you don't show no skin like that. First of all, when you look, I'll be like, I mean, I don't know why our savior women is like when you look at the queens or princesses or whatever in other countries, they don't be revealed, not not the good ones, they do not be revealing all. 
they don't even i don't i have not even seen like when i see different photos of them i don't see a lot of cleavage y'all. i don't see a lot of legs all your thighs and behind out and your clothes so tight i don't see that because they know they are royalty so if we know who we are and i'm identified with christ and i represent christ then i know that i the bible said i'm a royal priesthood i'm royalty so i can't i can't go by worldly principles i have to go by the kingdom of god principles and because i am uh i am in the kingdom of god okay i'm god's daughter then i got to look the part first of all i'm gonna be the part but i i'm gonna look the part as well so i encourage you all we are identified with christ remember it's not about you you and how you dress and how you talk and how you be can turn somebody away because you're not representing the kingdom of god you represent yourself and the world we as women of god in our singleness we need to know that we represent the kingdom of god you don't have to entice a man to marry you because a kingdom of a kingdom man of God will know you when he see you because God will speak to his spirit. So it's not about you leaving all your flesh out. It's about you spending some time, like I said above, intimacy with the Lord. So you will be ready for that kingdom of kingdom man of God. Glory to God. I'm telling y'all, we're going to have to appreciate who we are as a singer. Don't be trying to rush the sing, rush being married. And you haven't even you haven't even maximized your singleness and who God wants you to be. Okay, you all. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to part two. So we're just going to go on a slight break, but we're going to go to part two in just a moment to finish the rest of it. Alrighty, so I'm back on finishing. We get into some more of the parts. But you all, ooh, I'm telling y'all, we got to maximize our singleness. Now, another um way we can maximize our singleness is find your purpose. Find your purpose. In Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5. And so while you're you're single, instead of being worried about like God sending you a husband, instead of being worried about being single for too long, instead of worried about not being able to have a baby if you if you're single for too long, what we need to be seeking God for is our purpose. And I really, you know what? I thank God for how when I came back to the Lord of all those years ago, 10 plus years ago, I said, you know what, Lord, what do you want me to do? And like in the fullness of time with me spending time with the Lord, like through prayer and read my Bible and um, going to church and doing all those things, he revealed to me my purpose. And like, I was like, Lord, I really, really thank you. And when he revealed it to me, like it didn't happen like all at once, like it's still being manifested, but it did not happen like all at once. And so I really thank God because if I wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have revealed that to me, I probably like really wouldn't have thought that I was useful in the kingdom of God. Because as some of you all know, like I had backslid away from the church like many, many years ago. And when I came back, I'm like, Lord, I don't see how you can use me. You know, like I have three children. 
my father is a pastor and i'm just like what 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 a good is it because i really it really hurt me that i went away from you and i'm like what can i do and so but he began to show me like how he was going to use me and to this day i am doing what he has called me to do and i'm doing it like with all my might and as excellent that i as i can do it that's what i want to do because i know it's not about me it's all about his glory and so when you see me on here talking or you see me wherever you see me it's it's all about me trying to push not push but encourage people to come to the lord because hey god is awesome god is love and i'm telling y'all i am living my best life ever since i totally surrendered to the lord but when you really find your purpose that what that thing that god called you to do then like you won't be so worried about like getting married because like i'm enjoying doing what god has called me to do and yes i want to be married but i don't want to just marry anybody and so that's why when i came back to lord 10 plus years ago i was like lord i surrender all i'm not gonna date i'm not gonna do anything um until you send me you know like my kingdom spouse i i do not want to be out here just talking to random people no lord i need you to lead me and and guide me on what and how to do and so i was like and he still is doing that like i i have not been going out on any dates all these 10 plus years because it's not about me because i know i have a uh, work to do on this earth i'm doing the work and i have further work i have to do on this earth and i don't need nobody hindering me from doing the purpose that god has created me for and when you realize that then you won't link up you will not link up with just anybody you're not gonna get a man that is unsaved when you know that god that you're saved and god has called you to do a great work he has called all of us to do a great work it's just up to you um to it's up to you to do it but i was like i dare not link with a man that is going to drag me to hell or a man that is going to feel like i'm going through hell no i will stay single until the lord bring my kingdom spouse it's all good sometimes you're like dog when is he coming but at the same time i'm satisfied with jesus like i'm content in jesus because i keep myself doing kingdom work and we're going to get to that but um you need to find your purpose and what god has created you to do that's why it's a joy every time i go you know when i go to my job the alternative school um five days a week it's a joy for me to go because i know god has purposed me to be there it's a it's a divine purpose why he sent me to that school and i give god every like every so often he'll show me different things on why he sent me to that school and i thank him for it so you need to be intentional on what is my purpose because all of us have something that god has created us to do we won't be born unless it was something that god want us to do so find your purpose don't be so gullible or or just so fast to get married and you don't even know why you was created you need to know that because if you get married you don't even know your purpose and you you got somebody else you're trying to help him with his purpose and but you don't even know yours and you might not be fulfilled because you're not doing what god has called you to do so it's important it's very important that we try to um figure out like it's best for us to figure out what our purpose is on earth before we get married another um aspect during our singleness get involved in the kingdom of god 
get involved in the kingdom of God in service. The Bible says, seek ye first, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6 33. So we need to say, you know what? I need to get involved. What what is God calling me to do in his kingdom? Like I do, I do a lot of things in our church. Um, that not just busy work, but things where places I know that God has placed me, and then just places that need assistance. Whatever my hands find to do, I'm doing it. And so that's what Paul was saying. First of all, he was saying like he wished that everybody had the gift of singleness, and he was talking about permanently, so we can be involved in like mission work like he was doing he was involved in writing letters to his churches um going on mission journeys uh you of course praying and uh, doing everything like this he's like he wished that we was like him so we can dedicate like our whole life to doing kingdom work but of course some of us gonna have to get the singleness temporarily and then it's gonna change to the gift of marriage thank you lord but while you are single, you need to maximize that time. Now, I have children, so it is some things that I am busy doing because I have to take care of my children. So that's another aspect. If you're a single mom, you have additional stuff to do. You're not like just a regular single because your, your schedule is going to be a little bit more busier than just a person that's single. But a person, man, if you're single, I'm just telling y'all, it's a shame that we have this many single people Um and things are not happening in the spiritual realm because if we are single, the singles, we should be crying out before the Lord, I'm, I'm, especially the ones without children, not the single mom. If you're single, you should be really, really so spiritually strong and so fired up, man, because all you should be doing, because it's say, let me scroll back up. The unmarried woman care for the things of the Lord. So you should be praying, like I mentioned, praying, fasting, read your word, doing kingdom work, doing all you your hands find to do in the service of the Lord because you don't have kids that you have to go home to. You don't have a husband you have to go home to. So you should be devoting your life to God and see somebody like that, people in the world are called old fogey, but God's, but the Bible say the unmarried woman care for the things of the Lord. Indulge yourself in the things of the Lord, because when I have time, that's what I'm doing, because I want to be spiritually strong, because I want to be fired up, and so it's no excuse, because we have all, we, we shouldn't be filling our schedule so much that we don't have time to spend with God as a single, as a single. We must, we must get involved, get involved, because God has called all of us to do certain things and we need to get involved again find out what that is and then whatever your hands find to do in the service of the lord do it with all your might but we should be some of the most powerful people on the planet because we are spending a lot of time with the lord because we don't have the husband to deal with now i do have children again that i have to deal with and it's not like it's not something i'm talking down on i'm just saying i have a schedule with them but we we got to get on our knees before the Lord. We have to cry out before the Lord because this is the time. You need to, we need to be strong when we decide to get married. And if we don't, we need to stay strong so we can get a prayer through for somebody else. That's what it's about. Um, number five, 
prepare during the time of singleness we can prepare ourselves for marriage if you want to be married because i know some people may not want to be married but in this time we are supposed to be preparing ourselves to be married because the bible say he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing so wife i was thinking about that or i think somebody had brought it up to me when i was reading i don't know uh but wife as in first of all he that find wife it can be like like you are the bride of christ so when he find you, you should be, as I said above, saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Secondly, you should already have the qualities of a wife. Like, it's no sense in getting married and you don't even know how to be a, a wife. It's not all about just sex and cooking. That's not all about, that's not what it's all about. So I'm going to read what the age women, we should be listening to what the age women have to say. Titus 2, 3 through 5. The age women, likewise, that ye be in behavior as becoming holiness. So first of all, if the age woman is not in behavior as becoming holiness, then listen, I'm not going to take that much advice from her. But anyway, the age woman, likewise, that they may be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, nor given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young woman, women to be sober, to love their husbands. We have to learn how to love, how to properly love our husband. And respect is a big part of that. Honoring them is a big part of that. But anyway, to be sober, to love their husbands, submission, big part of that. To love their children, to love their children. And that 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 goes a long way because I'm like, Lord, if we really love our children, we're going to care about them. We're going to make sure we're training them in a way of holiness. We're going to make sure we're being an example to them. We're going to make sure their needs are being met physically, emotionally, every kind of way. We're going to make sure their needs are being met. We're going to make sure they have something they want because we love our children. We're going to properly discipline our children because we want them to be successful, save adults. But that goes into a lot. To love their children, to be discreet, chase, chase is pure. Keepers at home, like take care of your own house. Good, obedient to their own husbands. People don't like to hear this. Well, you need to stay single. Obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So that's what they're teaching us how to do. So a part of being prepared is to listen to wise counsel, which is these aged women that are in holiness. That's who I've been listening to. My mother... My mother, she's been married for 40 years, so she know how to be a wife. I'm looking at her, and I'm and I'm listening to what she's saying. I have another mother in the church that she's been married a long time. So we need to listen to wise count. That's a part of preparation. And a part of preparation, again, is like I mentioned above, being intimate with the Lord. So you will know, so you will know his voice, so you can pray, pray for your spouse. You, if you don't even know how to pray now that you're single, you can't even help your spouse later. So we need to know how to get a prayer through now. We need to know how to talk to our spouse now. You can have a good look of how that is done, how the way you're talking to other people. When you get mad or aggravated, we need to be learning patience now. Different things that we need to be learning how to uh, deal with confrontation because you're not going to always agree. But how can you come to your spouse in a loving manner and say what needs to be said and still be submissive? 
So we need to know how to be obedient. And so I thank God for the holy women of God that have came and that is coming before me, that I can look at their example and look and listen to their advice so I can know how to be a godly wife. And it's not just spiritual, it's also natural. Also natural, how to take care of the home, the bills or whatever, however, because everybody home set up differently, but just how to manage. Like I've been single for, I mean, I'm 38 years old. So I, I pretty much know how to manage my home. I've been living in my own house for, I believe it's 11 years. And before that I was in an apartment. You So I've been living on my own for a long time, probably since around 19 years old. I've been living practically on my own. So I know how to manage. These are some important steps. You need to know how to manage. <laughs> manage money, manage yourself, manage your tongue, uh, manage your spiritual life. You need to know how to be pure. Now, because don't use the excuse, well, I got to get married to know how to be pure. Okay, well, you don't need to get married. You can't You can't uh, abstain now. Something might happen to your husband, and then you're not going to be able to abstain then. So you need to learn self-control now, self-control of your body, which includes your tongue and uh, every other part. Praise the Lord. Now, enjoy the last one. Enjoy life with Jesus. Enjoy life. Because if you're not enjoying life with Jesus as a single, you're not enjoying yourself as a single, then you are not going to be able to enjoy a spouse. Because he's not going to always make you happy. He's not there to just make you happy. Like, no, you should be able to know how to make yourself happy. You should be happy in Jesus. Like, I'm happy now. I have the joy, joy, joys because Jesus is in my life. And when my husband comes, he's not, again, he's not coming to complete me. He's going to be my companion, okay? So he's going to be a, a, a glorious addition onto my life because God already have completed me. So I look for joy. I find joy and peace in him before, in God, before I got married. And that's how you need to be. The Bible says, John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So I'm living this abundant life right now with the Lord. If you find yourself depressed as a single, you don't need to get married. Because that's saying that you is something wrong with you and Jesus' relationship. Because, I mean, Jesus is all that. Jesus is all that. As they say in a bag of chips, and I can't even explain more. Because he is just so wonderful. He is just so kind. He is just so loving. He, he's just so compassionate. And so if you can't love on Jesus and be excited about your relationship with Jesus, I just don't even see how you're going to be excited with a relationship with a man. A man is not perfect, but Jesus is all perfect. He know your ins, your outs, your ups, your downs. He know you completely. And so if you're not satisfied with this, with, with Jesus, how are you going to be satisfied with a man? That is not perfect. I don't even understand it. I don't understand. So what I'm saying is, and of course, I'm not perfect either. The point I'm trying to make is Jesus is perfect. So if you ain't satisfied with the perfect, the man that walked this earth that was perfect, you ain't going to be satisfied with somebody that's not perfect. So get yourself together. Enjoy your relationship with Jesus. Enjoy your life with Jesus. To travel do your hobbies, do the kingdom work, walk in your purpose, do all these things, get closer and closer to God, maximize your time of singleness. Maximize your time of singleness. Because I'll be hearing some married people say, I wish I was still single. So it's like, no, you need to enjoy whatever sing 
season you find yourself in right now, don't rush it. But when God says it's time for you to switch to the gift of marriage, hey, it's time. Glory to God, I'm going. Oh, no, you know, hold me back. I'm going. But while you are single, enjoy it and maximize it. All right, glory to God. Make the best of it because it's truly a gift. Like, I really enjoy the relationship that I have with God. Right now, I don't have to ask my husband, hey, can I go on a fast? Can I can I go on a fast for so-and-so? Can I go pray for so-and-so? Can I go visit so I don't have to do that because I'm not married right now. But when I get married, it's going to be, okay, he probably going to have stuff for me to do. And then I have my own stuff I have to do. So it's not going to be, I'm not going to be as free to do everything that I was doing as me being a single. So that's why I'm going to make the best of my single because see my, my cares is going to be to my husband that I may please my husband. So I got to make sure, you know, while I'm single that I'm pleasing the Lord, that I'm caring for the things of the Lord. When I get married, I'm still going to care for the things of the Lord. I'm still going to please the Lord. I'm still going to be holy in body and spirit. But now I also have to care for the things of my husband. And so he is first priority. So that is why, of course, God is number one. But in my life after God is my husband. So I have to make sure that I'm caring for what he needs me to do. And so right now I'm going to maximize my singleness. I'm going to do everything that I can do in the kingdom of God in service and, and serving other people. And yes, I'm still going to serve other people when I get married. But again, my my first priority after God is going to be to my husband. So um, I pray that you all understand what I was saying on tonight about the gift of singleness and how it really is a gift for you to get closer to God, for you to know who you are as a person, um, for you to get in again, intimate with God, for you to discover your purpose, for you to, um, uh, build up the kingdom of God and for you to be prepared for marriage because we can't just jump into marriage. No, we got to be prepared. We need to be the wife before we are, a, before we get that official certificate or whatever you want to call it, license. Glory to God. Well, if y'all have any questions and would like to reach out to me, please contact me. You can reach me on Facebook at Takia Wally. T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. You can reach me on Instagram, Holy Lady T, H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. I also have a private Facebook group called I Am Worth It. So please feel free if you want more information on how to be successfully saved and single and abstinent from sex, glory to God, check out my I Am Worth It private facebook page glory to god i also have a youtube channel i am worth it look for the uh i am worth it logo i would love to hear from you all leave me a voice message a message however if you have any thoughts on this topic feel free to share but i encourage you all on tonight maximize your singleness because you are worth it well everyone have a blessed night this is holy lady t checking out peace out